0: Welcome back to Seriously Funny. I'm your host, Mashnor Kabir, and I, like cats, this week we talk about solitude and loneliness. I told you quite a while ago that this episode was coming, and although I'm never great on my promises, it does happen at some point. So, since I feel like a lazy sack of potatoes, since I've spent most of my week playing Genshin Impact, I'm going to read off of the Notion page that I made for this thing instead of writing a proper script so let's go on a joyride through loneliness and solitude uh, the sources are as always linked at the top of the description or the show notes depending on where you're watching uh, and so i as always throw in a disclaimer because it makes me feel official and uh, and they're they're necessary and they're good so For this one, the research on loneliness is often conducted using surveys and questionnaires. Seeing the psychological nature of the research and the lack of conformity between experiments and surveys, loneliness can easily be misreported by people, therefore causing problems with the results and the conclusions that we may see. Any numbers or effects may be higher or lower for this reason. Although we believe that loneliness can quite accurately be self-reported due to the subjective nature of loneliness in general, which we'll get into, we'll define it in a moment. We believe that these results are reasonable descriptions of the effects of loneliness and or I wrote we the entire way through, but I believe that the descriptions are reasonable of the effects of loneliness and or solitude. And a lot of the research is available or the, a lot of the research that's available, especially for the loneliness is on older populations rather than on like young people or, you know, people more so in my group or in the group I'm aiming for that, you know, 16 to 32 range that it's the research is lower there, but I'm going to presume. And for a reason that I'll discuss in a moment that the, a lot of these effects translate no matter where you are in life. And so Uh, In a published work by the MIT Press, researcher Robert Weiss explains the difference between loneliness and solitude. Although many of these papers talk about the social differences, here I'm going to differentiate loneliness and solitude with the following, and I'm going to say that uh, solitude is the experience of physical loneliness in a colloquial nature. Um, So, you know, going to a mountain by yourself, solitude is just a physical isolation from other people no people. And I guess technically you could be lonely in solitude. It's possible, but we're, we're going to separate those things. And so for uh, loneliness, the definition I came up for was the experience of feeling as though one is by themselves or alone. This can happen miss a ton of people or when one is by themselves. But another great definition actually came from one of these papers that I was reading, and it was uh, loneliness, social isolation, and cardiovascular health. And the researchers, I, the name is somewhere in the source material, uh, or in the source of the source material. There uh, you uh. go. They said, quote, loneliness defined as this discrepancy between a person's desired and actual social relationships, end quote. So like we said earlier, one of the reasons that I would say that loneliness can be quite easily and well self-reported is because honestly, the feeling of loneliness is completely subjective. It doesn't matter how many people you do or you don't have in your life. The real question is, how do you feel about those people that you have in your life? It doesn't matter how real or fake they are and whatever that means. It, it's honestly just a, like, do you feel lonely? That's that's about it, right? There's a lot of rich people that cry in their Lambos because they're lonely. Are they correct? Maybe not from out the outside, but we can't tell someone how they feel. And so if they say they feel lonely, then they're lonely. And so that's why the survey and the questionnaire is honestly a great thing. Uh, or honestly, uh, it's, a, it's good for this situation because it, it will work. So that's, that's why loneliness is, yeah, that was a really good definition. I really liked that one. Uh, it was much, much better than mine. Uh, it, was, it was, a better descriptor of mine if I want to let my, uh, let my pride get in there and defend me. But now for the effects of loneliness, I will say this uh, entire like source material, if anyone actually opens it and reads it, uh, it compared to the sleep material if anyone actually opened and read that Uh, this one is way less Uh, in-depth it's it's not numbered the the, the sources are kind of just everywhere and I I write things out a lot less uh, because I don't have time to spend four months again on one thing Uh, and honestly psychology research is less interesting to me I like reading psychology in books and from people that know what they're talking about I love I love reading like Sean Akers' Happiness Advantage. I loved reading that. Uh, the Rewired Brain. That was pretty good. Uh, the so far, No, that, that's not psychology. That's marketing, which is a bit different. Uh, but yeah, the Power of Habit, things like that. And I'm a big fan. And so uh, I do like reading that. And that's probably how I've learned so much of what I've learned. But I'm less a fan of reading the papers. Honestly, they're just, they are, I'm very, very strict scientifically. I, I really like solid 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 facts that light's going to stop changing colors isn't it i I have a bad feeling but uh, that so the psychology research since it's so varied and different i have a hard time uh, sifting through it and saying oh this is good this is bad uh and it's just uh, everything's psychology you know they have some problems in research and so it is what it is but uh so the effects of loneliness Overall, we see a decrease in functionality of both the mind and the body when subjected to loneliness. This involves cardiovascular problems, increased prognostic towards mental illnesses. We see an overall decrease in facets, including the immune system, cognitive capacity, cardiovascular health, metabolic health, and overall mortality. Some of this may be due to loneliness being a mediating factor rather than a direct factor. For example, an increased risk of obesity can come from, I wrote, and increased risk. I should... You know, one day, maybe I read these an increased risk of obesity can come from someone being lonely and not having the motivation to exercise, go out or participate in physical activity as much. We also see that a lot of negative effects of loneliness come from the subjective experience of social isolation, independent of objective social isolation, solitude, as we define in this overview here and in this episode. I uh, was just mostly just going to hit the bullet points here, physical effects, and there's probably way more of these, uh, is linked to the following, chronically linked to the following. Heart disease, uh, sleep disruption, that is going to be in either the amount of time you sleep or the quality of that sleep, so how long it is, how good it is, the the, how the depth of the NREM, NREM sleep. Uh, the slow wave sleep and if you remember the sleep episodes you would remember that there was actually a study where we uh, displayed the bi-directional relationship between loneliness and sleep it was a great study conducted by matthew walker multiple multiple parts and and we learned a lot of things from that one Uh, honestly i should pull that up and we can actually go over the bullet points there because i think i clearly went over the conclusions made in that paper so if we scroll down a bit here glutamate to see yeah this is this is long this is this is big let's see 42 researchers of slow wave sleep during sleep and mental illness sleep depri- oh there we go a study of 18 healthy adults looked at the difference between feelings of loneliness between a sleep deprived group and a sleep control group those that had low sleep efficiency felt 30 percent more lonely those who had sl- those who had efficient sleep felt 26 percent less lonely those who were asleep deprived were quicker to distance themselves from, uh, were quicker to distance people from themselves both physically and online sleep deprivation people were hypersensitive in the parietal and p- premotor cortex so that's the near space network uh, basically causing a repulsion signal making someone feel more threatened by people uh, sleep deprived participants seemed more lonely and independent judges were less likely to want to socialize with them uh, with the sleep deprived participants, the sleep deprived participants felt more lonely after interacting with other people and with other with other sleep deprived participants, my Ben, after even analyzing sleep disturbances night to night allowed the researchers to predict how lonely someone would feel. And so lonelier people have worse sleep, people who have worse sleep are more lonely. And so uh, we're going to touch on the, um, how would you say the uh, implications of that in a moment. Uh, So there's also, for loneliness, back to loneliness, increased chances for diabetes, increased chance for rheumatoid arthritis, increased chance for lupus, lung disease, hypertension, atherosclerosis. Yep, that's a thing. I forgot what that meant. You can Google it. Uh, Strokes metabolic disorders, obesity, metabolic disease, overall morbidity, and mortality. Uh, Mortality was uh, up by 14 to 20 percent. And actually one paper reported up to 45 percent less likely chance of survival. And this paper had a population size of over 300,000 even after taking account for socio-demographic and health risk factors uh, with a 50% increased chance of survival for those with stronger social relationships. And so 45% less likely chance to survive if you have bad, if you're lonelier, Fifty percent higher chance of survival if you're less lonely, and the, this uh, this mortality of fourteen to twenty percent is actually twice as bad as obesity. We also see increased inflammation, so we see increased levels of C-reactive protein, interleukin six, and tumor necrosis factor alpha uh, present in lonelier individuals. This may be due to the bidirectional. Uh, I'm, we're gonna un momento. Uh, then we also see lower immune function. We actually see that uh, people that are lonelier have a lower, um, uh, not resistance, a lower effect or lower uh, efficacy. Not efficacy. Lower. How frick? Uh, what was the per, what was the right wording for this? when we give someone a vaccine? People that were lonelier had less antibody creation from that vaccine. So the vaccine was less effective in lonelier people. Increased activation in the hypothalamic pituitary adrenal axis, the HPA axis, uh, which is involved in the control of cortisol, so stress, physiological stress, and consequently inflammation. The increased activation of this area promotes stress and inflammation, which has been linked to an increased prognostic towards depression. Then uh, they were, uh, lonelier people are also less likely to engage in physical activity. Uh, on one study, we uh, looked at how susceptible people were at getting the common cold, uh, depending on their social ties. Uh, so 276 healthy volunteers, age range from 18 to 55, were asked the, were asked how lonely they were, and then given a rhinovirus nasal drop, which is a common cold. Uh, those with more types of social ties were less, or, yeah, more Types of social ties were less susceptible to common colds. They produced less mucus. They were more effective in ciliary clearance of nasal passages, and they shed less virus. However, this didn't control for things like sleep, which yielded that smoking, low sleep quality, alcohol intake, and elevated catecholamine, catecholamine I don't know what that is, were all associated with greater susceptibility to colds. Um, and as for the mental Effects we see that the it's linked to the following: chronically depression, uh, anxiety, an increased prognostic for depression and an increased prognostic for anxiety, uh, psychological stress. So this is caused by increased activation of the HPA axis, as we just said. A cognitive deterioration, so you're just slower mentally. And then also we see that it actually increases the lonelier people having, so lonelier elder people specifically, they have a higher progression of Alzheimer's disease. So um, in one study, we saw 823 older people who are free of dementia were given loneliness assessments annually until their deaths, after which a postmortem scan of the brain as conducted to quantify the progression of Alzheimer's uh, as that's supposed to be was conducted, was conducted. And so the results were that people who reported higher loneliness were lower in cognition initially. Risk of AD, so Alzheimer's disease, was more than double in people who reported being more lonely. 76 subjects developed all clinical Alzheimer's disease. Loneliness didn't change for the most part. So it seemed like lonely people stayed lonely, not lonely people stayed not lonely. And finally, loneliness was unrelated to summary measures of AD pathology or to cerebral in far infarction. I don't know what that word means. A lot of words. I don't know what it means here, huh? Uh, but that's pretty rough. And so Lasso will mention loneliness and well-being. Social relationships stimulate individuals to fight diseases. Or the presence of social relationships has positive impacts on mental and physical health. And the absence of social relationships increases people's prognostic towards psychological distress. Those that are more socially integrated, the more satisfied they are with life. Uh, Specifically, they found or we found that people that met their friends once a week or a few times in a month were 9% less likely to report life satisfaction than those who met their friends regularly. People who met their friends only a few times a year or reported not having friends at all were 27% less likely to report life satisfaction. Those who weren't satisfied with the quality of their friendship were between 49 to 69. (laughs) Haha, nice. percent less likely to report satisfaction compared to those reported higher quality real friendships Uh, if we look at all of this and if you follow me regularly or you've been listening to this a while and if you haven't go listen to sleep episodes that's a big part of the seriously funny lore um uh, we see that actually it seems like a lot of the things that we're seeing here in loneliness map perfectly or exactly to a lot of the things we saw in sleep deprivation So we see that there's an increased cardiovascular thing going on when your sleep disrupted. Your immune system goes to garbage when your sleep isn't working. Your hypertension, that goes up when you're not sleeping. Your increased prognostic for mental illnesses, that goes up. Even the C-reactive protein interleukin-6 and tumor factor alpha or tumor necrosis factor alpha, we've talked about those specifically in the sleep episodes. And we see that these things do go up. Uh, when you're sleep deprived, what this really can say here, and if you remember past episodes where I, I made that like five simple habits for a better life or whatever, the two of those were uh, sleep deprivation or sleep incorrectly, and then social relationships. And at some point in somewhere in I think it was two episodes, somewhere within those two episodes, I said that all of these are connected. All five of the things except for meditate meditation is a bit separate. It does help everything, but it's not like. Actually, te- no, meditation is not separate. You know, I'll just keep it all together. All of those five things. So I said uh, sleep, loneliness, exercise, diet, meditation. All of those five things are connected to each other. If you do multiple of them, it will help the other ones. If you don't do some of them, it will make it harder to do the other ones. They're all bi-directional. What we can see here is looking at these same effects of uh, same effects of loneliness and sleep. One of the things that we said was that lonelier people have worse sleep. So a lot of this, especially that Alzheimer's disease one, which we've m- multiple times talked about how it's causal, and we've described the the process of how it's causal, you know, the, the cerebrospinal fluid cleaning the brain and everything. We've gone over that. And what we found was that, you know, th- if your sleep is getting messed up because you're lonely, then of course, everything that's wrong with sleep will be ex- connected to loneliness as well. And so what we see is, i'm sure that if i go look at the effects of not exercising we'll see these same things especially the obesity one probably right we even see greater morbidity and mortality we talked about that 1.3 million uh, person uh, uh meta-analysis looking at uh, sleep uh, how long you slept and your uh what was it how do i how can i how can this word slip my mind i've said it so many times your um not overall your all-cause mortality increased by 12%, right? And so we can see that your mortality and loneliness is increasing by 14 to 20%. All of this connects, it maps exactly, right? So loneliness and sleep are connected. So overall everything we're going to see in loneliness is going to come from sleep. And a lot of things we see in sleep will be in in loneliness as well. I'm biased, right? I spent way more time in sleep. And so I'm always going to say that, oh, it comes from sleep. But I'm sure that someone who researched loneliness for most of their life will say that a lot of the problems that come from sleep deprivation comes from loneliness, right? So uh, I'm biased. Don't listen to me on the comes from part, right? That doesn't matter. It's bi-directional. They both come from each other. So yeah, that's why a lot of these are going to be similar. And if I researched harder in any of the other things I talked about within those five habits, if you don't meditate and you do all the other four things, honestly, you'd still probably be fine. Meditation is like that extra thing that just makes you a god, you know, like meditation is the difference between like, a pro level player in a video game and someone that's just pretty good at the game, you know? And so uh, meditations again to give you way more way other like higher level things that you know, if you didn't do those what you did the other four, like yeah, you'd still probably be fine. But generally if we look into like exercise or we look into uh, what was the oh diet if we look into either of those if those are bad we're going to see an increased prognostic for depression we're going to see more physiological distress we're going to see higher activation in the hpa axis like I, i'm sure of it i haven't fact checked that but i'm pretty sure right so if you want to fact check that and leave a comment love the engagement you know we want that uh, then that would uh, that would be great anyways an epidemic that's the next section I had in this Um, loneliness has been growing in prevalence in recent years with a massive spike found in the quarantine periods between 2020 and 2021 of course Uh, this has become an epidemic that many people both young and old have become plagued with for some these feelings of loneliness occur due to a sheer social isolation and minimal minimal contact with loved ones right so solitude can cause loneliness sometimes for some people being physically alone for months on end is enough to become lonely. Crazy, right? Who would have thought? Um, But, you know, uh, so uh, minimal contact with their loved ones. So this is going to be a bit more common for older people. However, many people, especially the young ones, have begun feeling loneliness even amongst other people, right? So we're seeing that uh, at least I can speak anecdotally, and I'm pretty sure about this, we can see that younger people, even if they have tons of people to talk to, they'll still report loneliness. Very unfortunate. Uh, it's a very unfortunate story. It's an unfortunate. Oh, yeah. It's an. Un- it's a very unfortunate story and most definitely has an effect on the rising numbers involved in mental health and suicide. So younger people feeling lonelier, uh, regardless of what it is, right? We do see that the, the numbers map, right? More kids are depressed than ever and more kids are unfortunately dying than ever, and so it, it, it's rough and loneliness sucks. Uh, later, we'll, we'll see. I don't think I wrote here how to be less lonely uh, because the research, I didn't actually look into any research on that, but I'll give some, some unsolicited advice in the end. Unfortunately, due to the nature of the, this actually a cool word that I saw while I was doing the research, um, unfortunately, due to the nascent, I like that, N-A-S- C E N T, which means like new sort of uh, research and stuff. Um, oh wait, this is this is the wrong section. I skipped a section. Uh, loneliness uh, on loneliness. So loneliness is actually known to make loneliness itself worse. Uh, so it's a self self fu- self fulfilling prophecy sort of thing, and it's a insidious thing. It kind of it's a cycle. So loneliness perpetuates itself, and we see that lonely people are actually more likely to say no. Just oh, I guess it would be less likely to say yes is a better way to word that they're less likely to say yes to social invitations lonely people make themselves more lonely and that might be one of the reasons that why in the earlier study when we looked at the uh, when we saw that loneliness didn't really change over time for all of those old people over the many many years of them being reviewed uh, to one extent someone could argue oh they're just old they have less opportunities but if you're like living in an old home you have a ton of opportunities to talk to people but you know one of the reasons that we might see that loneliness doesn't change is because loneliness makes itself worse. And so lonely people stay lonely. Uh, we also see, yeah, we also see that lonely people are actually more sensitive to facial expressions than than average people. Uh, however, although they get better at reading facial expressions, they become much worse at interpreting those expressions. For example, someone may be in a rush and lonely a lonely person notices that however the lonely person interprets this as someone wanting to avoid or not talk to them at all that's loneliness it is it is rough it is not good Uh, all the effects you heard up there are are really bad Uh, you don't want to go through that and a lot of people unfortunately do go through that and so if you do before we go into solitude some of the advice I can't say I have direct sourcing and research for this. I'm sure that I've read things in books somewhere that have gotten me to this point. But the advice that I'll give is, A, really just force yourself to say yes if you do get invited to social invitations, right? Because a lot of people, they don't even have the opportunity to say yes, right? A lot of people don't get asked, right? Like, when I was lonely... One of the reasons that one of the things that made it worse for me was like, I never got asked to go places. I never got asked to hang out. Like I didn't get to say no or yes. I wasn't given that opportunity. If you're given the opportunity to say yes, say yes. Right now, there's a limit there. To one extent, it's perfectly fine to like not vibe with a group of people or with a a person or group of persons. Um, if there's people that you're just like even if you're lonely you're just like I really that's not my crowd that's fine right like it's there's no there's not always hate or vitriol involved in this like sometimes you're just not interested in the same thing sometimes your personalities just don't match that's completely fine yeah, I, I I think everyone wants to make something of everything. But it like that. It's not that big. Like I, I was right. The light did get stuck on blue, which is fine. Color color uh, correcting blue is uh is fine. Where was I? Oh yeah. If, if if you if you're not a fan of people, like it's fine, right? Like not every puzzle piece goes together. It's just not how it works. Calm down. Take a breath. Just chill out. That's one thing. So saying no because of that reason, that's perfectly fine. Uh, and if someone invites you, you can probably just be honest with them and be like, eh. Uh, I just I don't find myself, uh, I, I don't think that I would fit in well uh, with you guys. Sometimes you should give it a shot, right? Sometimes maybe your loneliness is making you think that, right? And you should go ahead and give it a shot. And then if you really don't like it and you're saying, like, yeah, it didn't really work out for me, you know, but uh, other times uh, say yes, generally, right? If you're saying no because of some dumb excuse you're making up, just, just say yes. Come on, don't, stop it. Don't, 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 don't be like that. Right. And um, other than that, uh, try to really uh, anxiety. I think that's one of the things I said when I was talking about loneliness in the, the episode about the habits. Uh, anxiety seems like to be a big issue about loneliness. One of the reasons people can't break out of loneliness is like anxiety. They get they choke. Right. Like 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 we said, they're great at reading facial expressions. The problem is athletes are really good at the sport they play. Sometimes they just choke. Right. They get nervous. They choke. It happens right? I play video games. I've choked all the time. So it happens. That's, that's completely possible. And if that's the case, right, that's anxiety driven, figure out a solution to your anxiety, figure out coping for your anxiety and solving your anxiety. And that may be going to therapy, that may be meditating, that may be sleeping correctly, probably all of the above, but like give all those things a shot, work on your anxiety, and that will help you perform in social situations so that you can break free of that loneliness. Uh, and that's going to be the biggest, biggest tip. Other than that, just going to therapy in general and talking about your loneliness specifically, your situation is going to be very specific to you. You know, go ahead, talk to a professional, and they'll be able to help you a bit more specifically than I can give you advice for here. I can just give general advice that will probably work for everyone in some way, shape, or form. It'll at least help you get better at it, but it might not solve your issue completely because I don't know you. I don't know your specific issue. But that's that's loneliness. That's what I got for loneliness. It sucks. Yeah, there's not much more to that. Uh, Now, solitude. This is going to be a lot more talking uh, from me. (laughs) I I, I literally have an opinion section at the bottom here. So, solitude. Solitude is a research, uh, solitude research is a growing field. Uh, Most research has been done on the effects of loneliness and what happens when you're alone. Uh, Like, we haven't really looked at, oh, what happens if someone goes to a mountain for a month, right? Or an ashram. We define the distinction between loneliness and solitude at the top. Uh, The solitude being the physical isolation of oneself from others without the subjective experience of loneliness. We do see the distinction in the literature. However, we would also like to posit that this physical loneliness involves cutting oneself off from things like social media in which you have some semblance of interaction with other people. Whether that's direct messaging or viewing pictures, I would say that solitude involves completely separating from others physically and digitally uh the, the next the next section is titled not much that was really good unfortunately due to the nation there's that word like it's a new field you know new and growing uh, due to the nation nature of this research there is mostly results citing self-reported effects and theories underlining reasons for the self-reported effects uh, so what that means is uh, a lot of people just it, it describe themselves how solid like what solitude gives them and that could be problematic for a number of reasons depending on how you're raised depending on who you are depending on your other habits depending on so many other things could be the reason that you're reacting the way that you're reacting to solitude some people are just more self-sufficient than other people some people are more self-dependent than other people and uh, you know they just oh report your own things like if we're not studying your inflammation levels which is a hard number we can take your blood and read that just saying, oh, how did you? How does that make you feel? Like it's okay for that person, right? But generalizing it, that's a bit harder and a bit more iffy. And so, you know, again, it's a growing field of research, and hopefully, we'll see some more research on it. But uh, you know, some self-reported effects of some of these self-reported effects. So of time spent alone. So we're going to call this positive solitude rather than just quarantine. Uh, include a greater sense of autonomy. so theories for this during adolescence include freedom from parents as well as helping foster uh, helping foster reflection and creativity. Older people report a greater sense of quietness and interface with nature, recreation, hobbies or habits. Older people also seemed more opposed to apply their alone time to reap benefits for their well-being, including benefits to positive emotions and emotional regulation. We conjecture this is due to the involvement of technology in younger people's lives. Overall, we can see the psychological we can see psychological benefits over anything physical, like why, why, why. we can see the psychological benefits over anything physical like the effects on immune function and cardiovascular health. Uh, we do, however, see some productivity benefits from solitude. Uh, so that's that's good. We like productivity, and that makes sense to me. I work better alone. I think some people might work better with other people, but generally, for me, I'm just going to end up talking if, <laughs> if other people are there. Uh, a study on the perception of solitude. Uh, this is a bit unrelated, but there was an experiment where researchers tested 220 participants' resilience to loneliness after giving them an initial condition, and then all participants were sat alone for 10 minutes. One third of the participants read a passage on the belief of loneliness or on the benefits of loneliness one-third read a passage on the prevalence of loneliness and one-third read a control passage after the 10 minutes researchers found that reappraising time alone as solitude may boost resilience to the decrements in positive mood associated with time alone although this research can go to placebo just as much if not more than loneliness It may be interesting to research the cause of the discrepancy between one's social desires versus their current social life, which was earlier defined as the cause or to, to cause loneliness. But yeah, this is definitely a bit more of a placebo research. Loneliness, like we said earlier, is subjective. And so, like I was saying earlier, if you say you're lonely, you're going to be lonely. This is what this study kind of shows. We saw that people that were given some stuff about how loneliness is pretty, pretty big, pretty, pretty everywhere. Everyone's lonely. Those people were more lonely. And if someone read that, oh, being by yourself is pretty good, like positive solitude, those people were less lonely and they were like, oh, this is fine. And so, you know, right. You're, you're more resilient to loneliness. If you hear that as a good thing, placebo big, right. What you think is what it is, right. Reality is a perception of the mind. We had an episode on that too. Self-determination theory, which is a theory that states that people are motivated to grow by three universal psychological needs or that people are unable or that people are able to become self-determined when their needs for competence, connections, and autonomy are fulfilled. Research with this framework posits that solitude is more beneficial when the time is willfully taken. For example, getting kidnapped would not be as beneficial as a conscious trip to the mountains it's also posited that a lot of benefits of solitude are is derived from the relaxation that it produces rather than the act itself so it's a mediating factor rather than a factor factor a direct factor yeah so making solitude a mediator of relaxation uh, on one study for solitude and health we do see that uh, there was a study that looked at 120 participants and found that a lot of them reported positive effects from solitude including a higher sense of well-being increased productivity and heightened focus. Uh, This makes sense. The less distractions you have, the better that you'll get things done. Now, I have a little section at the bottom of the source material uh, with the, the, the section title of opinion. Although the research is not fully fleshed out, which we hope to see in the coming years, we believe anecdotally, and having studied the mind in the context of how people respond to meditation and respond to time alone, that solitude is an important component for all people in rest and above that recharge, where recharge is one's capacity for social interaction. Although different people have different levels of when they need to recharge and how much, we believe that it is mentally healthy and normal that even the most social of butterflies at some point need to spend some time with themselves. This also opens up deeper levels of introspection. With other people, it's hard to sometimes fully explore one's own mind without the necessity for attempting to translate what you feel into words and convey it in a manner that makes sense to other people. Solitude offers a chance to be, whether offers a chance to be I think that's honestly the best way I could put it whether that be in the shower playing video games or lying on the floor some time with oneself I would say is healthy and we will likely go forward with that understanding unless a vast body of literature future literature disproves the notion and so I'm gonna say I'm in the camp that solitude is good for you right play some video games by yourself once in a while you know yeah solitude pretty good uh how many sources we ended up with 25 sources for this one wow that's not 200 uh yes reading this took about like 20 minutes and then i probably had 20 more minutes for just saying stuff uh i think that's gonna be all for solitude and loneliness loneliness pretty bad solitude not bad uh that's kind of the the moral of the story uh, that we learned here uh what we have here is that uh, or I'm or, uh, just going to start talking about anime. I started watching Talked O.P. Destiny. Fire. It is so good. I like, I've had it on my list because I saw the art and I'm like, oh, this art looks awesome. And the the, the female main character looked quite good. The super waifu. And uh, it I've started watching it. It's really good. It's about this dude who like plays the piano in like 2047 or something. And uh, no more music is supposed to be played because these like animal, not animals, monsters called D2s are uh, like roaming the earth and they're attracted to music. Uh, that's like what'll get them to come towards you. And so the no music, but there are some people called conductors that fight these, fight these monsters with, I don't know, if they're, they're not exactly not human. They're not like cyborgs or anything, but they're called music arts and they're like, they're, like warriors basically that the conductors conduct uh, like a mutant you know like a conductor and a musician not a not a train uh, and um they fight the they fight the monsters and this one dude his uh his crush that you know he's he's kind of a Sundre. uh his his crush uh did, like did, turned into one of these and they're trying to make her not a music art and so he became a conductor kind of unwillfully and uh he super loves playing the piano but He can't do that all the time, really, because it's hard and he doesn't want to attract the monsters and, you know, die. But now he's fighting monsters and trying to get to New York. It's actually pretty, like, it's really good. Like, the plot is actually super good. The fighting scenes are really good. The art is incredible. The animation's, like, really good. Like, it's all just, like, top notch. It's super good. I'm not done yet, but I, I really like it. I might read. I might look through the manga because of how like great it is. But other than that, we have been. I uh, I haven't really been reading too much manga. I'm mostly just playing Genshin, like I said at the beginning in the intro. Other than that, uh, I do. I have much. No, just classes are going normal. Uh, Apple has an event tomorrow. Uh, so next episode, you'll hear me talk about all the things they released and uh, spoke about tomorrow we're hoping to see a macbook air the next m the next apple silicon macbook air uh i'm not sure what chip will go in it though we're hoping to see a mac pro the the apple silicon updated mac pro and we're also hoping this is probably not going to happen but the ar vr headset uh, that's the biggest hope that we're hoping to see. It's probably not going to happen, like I said, because they just supply chain issues, g- making it as hard. It's, it's it's tough, and so they don't really have like uh, mass production underway. So I- introducing it and then waiting to to sell it, you know, they probably are a bit scared to do that after the Air Power, and so that's uh, that's that's the fingers crossed sort of. That's like on the wish list, uh, but generally we're anticipating the MacBook Air and the Mac Pro. We, well. Definitely anticipating the MacBook Air. The Mac Pro is still in the uh, in the gray area and then the AR VR is in the maybe in the dream area. And uh, yeah, and then of course, software, right? It's WWDC, it's the Worldwide Developer Conference, it's a developer event. So it's iOS 16, iPadOS 16, macOS, we think it'll be macOS Mammoth. It's, uh, probably, maybe, sometimes they copyright the names and they use it later, so we don't know. But macOS Mammoth is what we're seeing and... Uh, we'll we'll see what they put in there. We have some leaks and rumors for it, but it's just leaks and rumors. So I don't know other than that, uh, there's not much going on. So that's uh, going to be I last week I was shaking my leg and it was shaking my chair and it looked like I like it was it was bad. It looked awful. It, the camera did not like it, first and foremost. And it looked like I was just effing doing the five knuckle shuffle or something. That's why I should just keep my hands here. Um, or or here. So these are on like my, uh, you can't see the armrest. Can can I, on, on my chair. Yeah, there we go. But yeah. Anyways, uh, that, that's going to be all for this one. Uh, thank you so much for listening to this episode. Uh, by the time that you're seeing or when you're hearing this or seeing this, uh, I have posted a video again for Notion stuff on Notion databases. Uh, my next YouTube video should be back to the normal talking head sort of philosophy slash research, it'll probably be on loneliness as well, because recycling content is just a really good idea for both time and time, mostly time, because like researching a video takes a long time. And so I I need to milk it as much as I possibly can to make it useful. And so we're going to video on loneliness in... Next week on the YouTube channel, and then I'll probably like steal. I'll talk about philosophies because I, I realized it's a lot easier to talk about something that exists than make something up myself. And so I'll probably be able to milk out some other stuff while I while I tried to while I start doing research for another video. And so yeah. Anyways, notion property not properties. Notion databases video. I went over all the databases and in not in depth, but in good like showing you what they are, showing you what they showing. The different databases and what they do, what's useful, what's not useful, why you might want to use some, why you shouldn't ever use others, uh, and yeah, go give that a watch if you're interested in Notion, and even if you're not interested in Notion, go just give it a like and don't don't click it like and click off because that makes my retention low. So click it, like it, and leave the tab open until the video finishes. Thank you. I'm gonna go edit that tomorrow, but for today, I have to edit this. So I'm gonna go now. Uh, Much love. I'll talk at you next week. Don't be too lonely. Fix your anxiety. Peace.